Hey everyone, Maria here. Just wanted to give a quick intro to today's episode. Several weeks back, I was given the opportunity to interview hypnotist Mark Usick and had just a really good time chatting back and forth with him just about the way we talk, the way we think, the way that art that we um, interpret things. And if you have not yet listened to it, I encourage you to go back and do that. It's episode 120. At the end of that episode, he said, hey, let's do it again. And we did just that. I was so honored when he said, look, I had so much fun doing that. Would you be willing to to interview me again, but this time put it on my podcast. And I want to hear a little bit more about, you know, what you've done, Maria, to overcome adversity and how you actually walk your clients through the process of your coaching system. And I just, of course, I had to say yes to that. Uh, This is another 40 minute interview which is definitely different than what normally goes on on the Make Money Behave podcast, and it's worth every minute of it. If you have ever questioned whether or not working with me would bring you value, this is the episode to listen to. It will give you an idea of what goes on behind the scenes so that you can decide if that approach is one that you would resonate with. And that is the reason that I decided to release it on my podcast as well, even though the interview was technically for Mark's podcast. So without further ado, here's today's episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. First of all, Maria, thank you so much for this interview. I know when your name comes up across anything that I'm associated with and your name comes across, everybody's like, oh my God, this is the woman. You got to get her. She understands it. She gets it. She gets people to transform. You got to just, just talk to her. You'll be blown away. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. 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 So I reached out to you saying, is there a way you'd be willing to do a podcast or being like, let me think. Okay. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so I want to thank you first of all, for your time to, to, for putting aside to do this. I know you're very busy. You've got your family. You've got a lot of things going on. And I also know that there's a lot of people out there that could really use your service. And I want to invite as many people, because I want to take this podcast and put it on my link so people can say, how do I get a hold of this woman you keep talking about? You've mentioned her before in other podcasts. Now, how do I get a hold of her? So you are like the money expert. You're the money woman. Like, like when it comes to top of the chain of helping and coaching and directing and understanding and, and being the guidance, you're like the archangel of Voila! You're going to make it happen for him, aren't you? I am, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. And wow, what an introduction. I should have you write all my introductions. <laughs> hey, you know what? When, you're, when you are who you are, you have nothing to hide and something to share. Why not? I mean, it makes it easy. There's nothing scripted. It just comes from, oh my God, how did I get the opportunity to talk to you? And it's to, to me, it's like I can learn and grow as well. Everybody has some way they can learn and grow. And when they get around experts like you, you really are the expert in the business. I know you're, you're like, oh, you're, you're humble about it. But the truth is, you got to own it. When you're as good as you are and you can coach people the way you do, you make a difference in a lot of people's lives. Not in, individually, as a family and as a community. To me, to me, that's precious. To me, that's really what giving back is all about. Your coaching is more about giving back and influence and enhancing somebody else's life to the better to a better level. To me, yeah. that's like you're a hero. Yeah. You know, a lot of heroes in life. Right now, we've got a lot of nurses, doctors, we've got, you know, police officers, we've got firemen, and we have financial people that help out. Because we're going through a time in life where we need your services. 
Think about how much stress is off somebody's plate after they get off the phone call from you. It's like, oh my God, there's some answers. Because think, I want to ask if it, can I ask a couple questions? Absolutely. Okay. I've been thinking about what am I going to ask her, getting the opportunity, what would some of the questions come across my, my head? And it's like, you had to have, when you start off, there had to be time where you felt like you were, you were stuck, you're blocked. And how did you get unstuck? I mean, what, what are some of the strategies and techniques that you help yourself get unstuck? Because I, I do know that you can't teach something to have an experience. So right. yeah. were you ever stuck? Did you ever get out of it? How did you do it? And now is that uh, like a program, a formula, and kind of a strategy that you pass on and pay it forward to some of your clients? Yes, yes. So I think one of the, the things for me, it's always been a process, Mark. There, you know, it's not so you find yourself, I find myself stuck. And then the whole getting unstuck is I'd love to say it's just like a here, I'm going to kick you in the pants and get you out of that, that mess. But that's not always the case. It seems to me, have you ever seen uh, Austin Powers? Not, a, not, not one of my favorite movies ever, but you know that spot where he finds himself stuck between the two walls and he keeps trying to like inch out like a little bit by little bit. There are times when when I'm stuck, that's exactly how I feel. Like I just try this little thing and then back out and I'm right back stuck, right? Um, and for me, it's, it's a process. And for one of the things that I did was I sought out help. And I, I just, I'm one of those believers where I think, in fact, I have a plaque in my room, in my office that says, be strong enough to stand alone, smart enough to know when you need help, and brave enough to ask for it. Because, wow. because I know that we can't, nothing happens in a vacuum. We all, we all need help. And that's what, one of the biggest ways that I get unstuck is to surround myself with other people who have either been in that same situation or something similar. They also have a lot of the same uh, values that I have. And that they were able to also get unstuck. And so I, again, I just, I surround myself with people who have done it before. I've actually paid coaching, you know, paid for coaching for that. It's just, that's something I'm very, I believe very strongly, no matter how, how well read you are, no matter how well versed you are in something, we, we are human beings and we have blinders on, you know, we can't see the forest when we're in the trees no yeah well how, how does that go you can't see you can't see the trees are in the forest something like that but you know, for something you know dyslexic, I mean? that made total sense which is good so you're appealing to both dyslexic <laughs> and other people i'm dyslexic so that made total sense to me <laughs> when so you know what i mean you can't sometimes you can't see it when you're in the in the actual picture right you can't, can't see the picture from the frame that's the type of thing and so i i know that i need other people who know me love me and trust me and and respect me enough to tell me the truth and when I'm, when I'm in that moment, they can say, have you thought about this? Have you tried this? And you know, really just help walk me through that. So, so that's another really big thing that, that has helped. And then also I like to see what, what have I tried before? I kind of do a little bit of self-introspection. What have I tried that hasn't worked? But more importantly, Mark, what did I try once when I was stuck in a different spot but still stuck, what did I try that did work? So I can re replay that and figure out how do I how do I just tweak that situation a little bit so that it helps me get unstuck from where I am right this minute. Well, as as you're talking, I know that your listeners can't. I'm writing down as fast as I can <laughs> the information. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, this is good I'm stuff. A fast talker. <laughs> hey, I love it. I love, I'm a fast listener, so I, I'm good. I, I got. I got two ears because one wouldn't be good. I think when God invented us, he said, we better give two ears because I know Mark's going to, he's going to want to listen. So the one thing I loved is, is you let go of the need uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. You let go of the need of being in control 
when you feel like you're stuck to say, I need some help out there. So you turn to people, not your, not people that are broker than you. You know, if you get free advice, that's what it's worth. It's free. Surrounding yourself with coaches. You know, I pay mentors and coaches myself. And I was like, well, how do you, how do you pay someone? You're a coach. Every coach needs a coach. Tiger Woods has a coach. The best golfer in the world has a coach. Uh, you think of Mike Tyson in his heyday had a coach. The best boxer in the world had a coach. You have a coach. I have a coach. Why do we have coaches? It takes away the ego, the pride, and the thing that, oh, we got to be the best of the best, and we show up differently. We show up with the gratefulness and humbleness to say, what can I learn that I haven't discovered before from somebody else's experience that has the results that I want? Yes. And as I'm listening to you, who hasn't paid for coaches, and what results have they gotten? Who has gotten free advice, and what's the results of the free advice? So when you talk about coaching and paying for coaches, I think that is a key element. Two reasons is one, we have nothing invested. Why would you listen to somebody? Mm -hmm. If it's free, how much is it worth? And just the mindset of that, when you're saying that, it's, it's clicking. It's like, this girl gets it. You're, you're more than just a coach. You're a mindset expert. You understand where people are and how to get them out of that. And you do, do it in a way that gets them to feel connected and not embarrassed and know that there's another answer as well as how to get to the next level without being stressed. Yes. And that's really cool how you do that. And I, I know you're, you're a high-end coach and you should be a higher-end coach and you've lowered actually your fees because of you want to help as many people as you can. I thought that's pretty cool for you to even come up and do something like that, you know? So these, I've got so many different things going through my mind right now. We could do this for hours. You know that, right? <laughs> So what happens when, if somebody comes to you and says, Maria, I, I understand getting unstuck, but what happens when they don't feel like they deserve to have money come to them? Like, you know, I don't, I, every, it doesn't matter if they make 50,000 a year, they spend it, or if they make 100,000 a year, they spend it all. How do, you, how do you coach them to get them out and say, you got you to gotta do what? Pay yourself first? Invest it? I don't understand when people are different. So you have to read, obviously, each person is different. What suggestions would you say you can give to the listeners right now to empower them to say, how much, how can I get more money at the end of the month where regardless of what happened, I'm not broke every, every time. So I think that the hard and fast uh, global response to that is to pay yourself first. That's one of the things that I teach people is that you need to put yourself as a priority. I'm going to come back to that in a second, Mark, but I want to say that it's, when I, you ask, how do I coach somebody for that? That that advice is just that. It's advice. And it just means pay yourself first. But if somebody has has a history of not feeling worthy of things, and we don't know where that history came from necessarily. It could be messages that you know, were planted in their minds from when they were little. They have no idea where it came from. And sometimes there needs to be this exploration that happens first to find out why? Like, what's the reason that they're not feeling that worthy? Because if you look at somebody honestly and say, I don't think you're feeling worthy of money, they're going to look at you like, I, like, what is this? You know, it's like this woohoo stuff. And that, that can't be true. But one of my favorite things that you've taught us and just, and this is something I've intuitively known, but the way it just, the way it comes out of your mouth is like, it makes sense when you say language is hypnotic. And it's like, yes, that, that's exactly why when we get those messages early on, 
that it plays over and over and over. And here's the other thing too. A lot of people think, well, does that mean I can blame my parents for the way I feel? And I mean, I'm a parent, I'm a, I'm a mother of four kids and there are so many times when I say something and I'm like, Oh, oh, I'm sure that that's going to be something they're talking to their therapist about in 25 years because I'm, I'm laying this horrible foundation. And what I have found out is that kids are kids. We're all individual human beings. And no matter what person A says, person B is going to interpret it in, a, in whatever way they're going to interpret it. So we can't, I can't blame myself for what my kids think later on, right? Uh, and nor can I blame my parents for what is brought up for me, but we can fix it. We, we don't have to find out like who's gonna, who's blame for it, but let's figure out what happened and how to move forward and fix it. Once we do that, then we can legitimately pay ourselves first. Having said all of that, sometimes the actual behavior has to precede the thoughts and the feelings. So thoughts and feelings and behavior, they're all interconnected and one can lead to the other, right? The way you feel can lead to the way you think, vice versa, either way. And that's yes. how you behave. But the reverse engineer of that is if you don't figure out what you're feeling and thinking and you can't quote fix that yet, start with the behavior and then the other stuff will come. So just decide you're going to pay yourself first, whether you think you quote can or you think you deserve it or not. Right. So it might be I work with percentages with people who don't think they have a lot of money. Instead right. of saying, well, I'm going to I'm going to pay myself five hundred dollars a month. Maybe we just start with 10 percent or 5% or 2%. I don't really care. It's the consistency that matters more than anything else. So you make $1,000 a week. We're going to put 1% of that aside every single week into a special account that's just for you, right? It's, your, it's just getting that habit formed and started. And then eventually you're going to feel a certain way and think a certain way about how that looks for you and how it feels. Then you're going to be able to shift that mindset a little bit easier by starting with the behavior. So you're setting, you're basically giving them a program in their subconscious mind. He, here's the way I, when everybody says, I got to pay my rent. I got to pay this. I got We understand that needs to be paid. What they forget is out of all the bills. So if I put myself as I mark music, I owe, uh Oh, if I don't pay myself the $500, I'm going to get evicted out of my mind. And so therefore I need to pay myself. So I stay grounded. Yes. So I write myself a check first and then and then we, we pay everybody. Here's what I understood is, is if somebody made 10% less per year, would they still survive? And, and I, I imagine they would. They, they wouldn't be homeless, as far as I can tell. So why not put that 10%? Then when they put it together, do they, do they reward themselves with a vacation? Do you recommend that they invest it? Do you recommend, what would you recommend once they get in that behavior? Because you're creating a behavior for them. And that's breaking the pattern of I'm always broke. I never have this and I don't deserve this. And, and you know, and I love when you said, you know, my, my kids are going to blame me. What I tell them is blame them for everything then for all the good things, because the negative things make you stronger as an adult. So when they start blaming you go, thank God you became stronger because of me. So you owe me that good blame too. <laughs> that's absolutely right. <laughs> You, you asked a question and then you, you threw out the blame thing and now I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. So pay, paying yourself, you're breaking that pattern. Yes. So you're creating a new pattern. Do they invest it? Do they go out and reward themselves? Or how do they, where do they go from there? Perfect. Yeah. So there is a, an yeah, I write this stuff down. So I, I know, know, you I want to know this stuff. and I'm, I'm just so zoned into you right now that I'm not right. I'm not even taking notes. This is just you. Anymore. <laughs> but this I'm, is raw, uncut, unedited. This is it. 
I love the question though. And the truth is I oftentimes just, my approach is to help people put their money where their why is. That's my little tagline. You put your money oh, where your why is. Hang on. I, 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 hang on a second. You I just want to make sure now. put your money where your why is. And, you, and your why, your why has got to be big enough. Yeah. It's got to be big enough. It's got to be defined enough, uh, but in, in consistent. And here's the thing. It's not just a, it's not just a one-time thing where it's like, you know, my why for work is this and my why for this is this. Like it, it actually is more of an all-encompassing thing. And the way that you raise your children will speak to that why just like the way that you go to work and show up at work. So uh, when they can start to define that, figure out what that why is, you know, peel back those layers and see what that is. Then I would suggest that whatever they do with that money, it feeds that why. So if they, if they know that they are the type of person who loves to travel and they don't really think that they have the money to do that, did you hear that I said and and not but? I'm, I'm I do, I do, because you said that four times. <laughs> so they're learning that they don't have that. Then they say, I really want to travel. I'm going to travel, and that's what I'm going to use this money for. And they can do it guilt-free. So, right. so that's, that's what, but the person who doesn't like to travel or they don't really care you know, that maybe they want to put money aside for their kids' college education. You know, I'm not here to decide for them what they're going to do with it. I'm here to help guide them to do with it. What's going to give them the best return emotionally and, and uh, mentally. Yeah. What do you think causes people to have a different thought process when it comes to the mindset around money? Like I when think, somebody's got the mindset around money, is, is it based on, do you think, from a childhood? You th I, I remember talking to this one young lady said, you know, well, she's got an issue around money. And all she kept saying is, well, I don't want to disappoint my grandmother because my grandmother, who went through the depression, said, you know, you got to, you got to, you know, make sure you don't invest in your money. You don't do this. So play it safe. And, and she had an issue about it. And breaking through that issue allowed her the freedom not to feel guilty when she made money or when she did make money, she didn't blow it because they don't feel like they deserve it. And yeah. she didn't want to, because she loved the grandmother, she didn't want to disappoint her. So, so many other people that she could have helped with their, their money and that she, she did them a disservice, not by, by choice, but by default, I would think. And she felt horrible no matter what she did, if she made money or didn't make money. Yeah. How do you coach somebody around that? You know, what would be a good metaphor I should say? To, to help people with that? Well, I think the metaphor that I usually use is that, that of, of cancer, for example. So mm -hmm. somebody comes in and they say, you know, I have, I have this symptom going on. They don't call it that. They, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, but I, right. I have this thing, this thing that I'm stuck with. I, I make, I have no problem making money, but I seem to blow it all. And I'll just use your example for that. A lot of that comes from the guilt of having more right? Having, having too much because grandma didn't have that much. And here's the thing, all of grandma's mindset and thought process was probably very, it was probably a survival thing for when, for the times when she grew up, right? And so there was nothing bad about that. It was actually something that probably kept her alive and kept, allowed her to pass on her legacy to her children and then her grandchildren. What happened was though that times changed and that mindset stayed the same. So somebody comes and says, I have this symptom, what's going on? I need, I need help with money. And when we start peeling back some of those layers, we realize that you know, it's not the stomach ache that's a problem, it's the cancer that's causing the problem. 
And so if we can kind of get in to find out what that cancer is and just do that in an exploratory way, then that's where the coaching begins is right there. Does that answer the question you were asking? It does. And you said, it, uh, when you say, if we get in there, I know you always get in there. Yeah, so right. I, I know when you're being very humble with your words and grateful. Although so, I will say there are some people who give up before they are, before they allow themselves to get to that spot. So why do you think they do that? Fear, um, vulnerability. There's this, I mean, it's, it's a pretty intimate thing. If you actually peel back enough layers, money is just, again, a symptom of what's going on deeper. And so if you start peeling back some of those layers, some people are like, Oh, well, what time out? All I wanted was you to show me how to do a budget, man. <laughs> do not get, do not make me cry. Don't get me into this stuff, you know? And so there are some people who just say I'm tapped out. I'm not going to I'm not going to keep doing that. Yeah, that's that's a shame. They they don't want to deal with the present because they're still living in their past, so they can't grow into the future. Only because they believe that. Well, why stir it up? I've I've buried it. Really, if you buried it, then why don't you why don't you uh, touch on it right on the moment? You know, right. And and a lot of it is acceptance. Yes. People still want acceptance from whatever it is, and if they make changes, will people still love and accept me? And that's a behavior I'm sure you deal with from a psychological point of view, you know, you yeah. know, what, what are some of the defeating habits that you see a lot of in, in people? When you, when you look at people, what are some of the defeating habits? Well, you, we've already touched a few of them on accident and that is, you know, not paying them. There ain't no accident here, girl. <laughs> not, not. These were thought out questions. I didn't just make this stuff up. This, it almost like it came to me inspirationally like, Hey, <laughs> Uh, one of one of the big the big bad habits, if you will, is again not paying themselves first, not putting themselves a priority. And there are some people who feel like, well, I can't, I don't, I have way too much to put myself as a priority. I said, well, let's talk about your future self then. It's okay to talk about oh. not just who you are right now, but the future self as well. Um, so I think that's one of them. I think another one really is that they put too much emphasis on math. And I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive because like, well it really is math, but it's not mostly math because if it was all math, you know, you could just hand somebody some sort of cash flow plan and they'd be able to follow it and that would be the end of it. Um, so I think there's that. I also think getting their priorities screwed up is one of the biggest habits that I see that is negative for them. And I am saying their priorities, not mm -hmm. My, not my idea or society's idea of what those priorities should be. And it all still stems back to what is their why? What is their mission? You know, their mother Teresa, she had no money and made an just an enormous impact on things or on people wow. in the world. Like people, so you don't have to have a lot in order to do what you need to do. If she were given all of the money, what would she have done with it? She would, she would go and disperse it to the people who didn't have it because that was her mission. And so I just, yeah. I really believe that you don't know the impact you're going to have on people until you learn to be yourself on purpose, on purpose, with purpose. And so that's how I, that's how I treat the clients too. find out what is that purpose that you want to do. Let's prioritize your spending and your saving according to that now they're excited to actually get in there and like it, it's not a I have to anymore it's an I want to I want to pay myself first I want to put money for this thing I want to give this money away right I want to pay my rent I actually did a, uh, an episode after you and I had talked we talked about switching have to with want to or I get, I get to, to. Yes. I get to I actually did an episode it was on May no it must have been April 1st 
No, it was May 1st, because we moved in here on March 31st, and so you don't have an actual mortgage payment until the following month, right? So on May 1st, that was my podcast episode, is I get to pay my mortgage today. And it just, so cool. it brings up all of the, you know, I have a I have a roof over my head that I get to pay for, right? I, I We made enough money, my husband still has a job, we get to write a check. We don't, we don't have to call and ask for, a mortgage, whatever that is right now, where they're, you know, telling people they don't have yeah. to pay because of all. I don't all even know what it is. Right. I don't know. Because we have, we have been very blessed. My husband still has his job. And so it really helps put you in that spot of gratitude. And that's what I have people do with their priorities is how, well, what you're telling me I need to pay this at. No, I want you to set your priorities according to what works for you. So it's a very hypnotic. What you're saying, have to get to uh, need to, you don't need to, you don't have to, you get to, and you want to. They should call you Maria the Money Magnet, you know? And the, the reason why <laughs> you're, not, the there, right? <laughs> you're not struggling is because you're serving a lot of people. Money comes to those that serve others. You're not chasing anything. People are coming to you. And when you, when you, when you have that magnitude and that magnetic draw, you're very blessed and you're very grateful. And, I've, and as I'm listening to you, I'm not hearing you brag. I'm hearing you be grateful for everything else and how many people you get to serve. And I think that's a big message is we'll do more for somebody else than we will ourselves. Mm -hmm. We think about it, the mindset of that. What would you do for your children? Anything. If anybody was a threat to them, what would you do? Whatever it took. Mm -hmm. What would you do for yourself? Eh, whatever I needed to, <laughs> whatever I had to type of deal. So creating that mindset of, becoming that powerhouse of doing it for somebody else, something else other than yourself. Now the focus isn't serving you, it's serving others and the reward comes back to you. Yeah. I love yeah. that. You know, I, I, I love what you stand for and it's just being, just being able to be in, grateful enough to, to be in part of your, your circle is great. And I know that you, you know, as well as some of my own priorities are whenever you're coaching, if they don't have something to contribute back, then they're not a good client. If that's not their mindset, it isn't what's in it for you. It's how can you contribute to our group? Mm -hmm. Everybody has something to share and nobody has anything to prove. And coming from that place, we enter it with a place of now we can grow because we're listening. What'd you say? I yes. listen more than I talk. Yes. The advice comes between here and it gets, gets to come out of your, out of your heart, which is pure intent. And that's the reason why you're so successful in what you're doing is because of that. And that's why I said, wow, what a, you know, it's an honor to, to do a podcast with you. And I, I can't wait to share this with as many people as I possibly can because of that. How would somebody even get a hold of you? Because they're gonna, they're gonna blow it up and go, okay, I need to get a hold of money, money Ma Ma Maria here, money the magnet Maria. <laughs> I want to know how to do it. And some people really need that right now in their life. Buy that domain. No, I'm <laughs> Maria the Money Magnet. <laughs> so my, my overall brand is Cash In on Change. And because it just encompasses so many things, change in mindset, change in behaviors, you know, and that we can cash in on that. Change in how we serve. So cash in on change.com. They can go cash, there. Say that really slow. Cash. Cash in. So C-A-S-H-I-N. Yeah. Cash in on change. On, C, on, O-N, change? Yep, C-H-A-N-G-E dot com. That is so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. Cash in on change. Dot, yeah. Because they're cashing in on change, which is the money double changing their life. Yep, yep. 
Yeah. That is a great website. Oh, thank you. That is so cool. Cashinonchange.com. Yeah. Um, so if, if they're looking for something that's way easier to even remember and they want to just get a quick phone call with me, that's the, that's, that's where I love. I mean, that's what I love to do. I like to connect with people. You can go to my website all day long, but that you're not going to know me that way. Right. So I love actually connecting with people. And the easiest way to do that is to get on my calendar and go to chat with MC.com. So MC is my, my initials. Maria Casillas. Money awesome. cash. Money cash, girl. <laughs> or money cash. See, that, I mean, I, it's like it's like God knew that that was going to be my initial someday. <laughs> the first three letters of your last name is C-A-S. It's like, I'll oh, just put an H on there. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so chatwithmc.com is another great way to find me. And I actually have a Facebook group as well called Make My Money Behave. And anyone can find that on Facebook and ask to be part of that. And I'd be happy to connect with them there as well man you are like you like you like the girl man move in here come on in <laughs> sell the house come down to vegas move in here <laughs> well i am not too far away so i do plan to come you know visit every once in a while now that once things start to lift up a little bit that would be absolutely fun. yeah well i tell you you're, you're such a blessing in this time of need right now and you know what people do need to cash in on change and make change for themselves yeah. .com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me today, Mark. I really do. Man, what a, what a, thank you. I mean, I, I should, you know, where do I send all the dozens of roses that I owe you for this, this time, you know? So, I'll, I'll put my address in the show notes. No. There you go, girlfriend. <laughs> well, Maria, thank you so much. I, I so much appreciate you and what you've done and how many people you're helping and blessing out there and coming from a place where you were, especially you know, all the things you had to do, moving and, and setting up your house, and you never, ever stop giving along the whole way. No matter what, you're always present and always to whatever people need. And that's what I love about you. It's not about the money. It's about the change. And that's, that's something. So thank you so much. And definitely uh, cashinonchange.com. I love it. And let's, uh, let's keep moving forward. Anytime you want a podcast, with me or whatever, I would love to interview you and continue to help you grow and, and help our, our listeners grow no matter what it takes because you're the real deal and I appreciate you very much. And I, you. Thank you so much, Mark. You have a great right, day. Sweetie. You too. Thank <laughs> you very much. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Wasn't that fun? I just love having the opportunity to just kind of dig in a little bit to what goes on behind the scenes and, and have it be where it's not about one particular individual so that no one feels like they're put on the spot and, and you know that it's not just about them. But if you heard something today that resonated with you and you say, you know what? That is exactly what I need. I need somebody who's going to listen to who I am and not not just, you know, look at me like numbers on a page that I'm really going to understand what my why is and what my values are and then I'm going to be encouraged and coached to put that money where the why is to without judgment be able to say here's where I want to spend my money. Here's what I want to save my money for. Book a call chatwithmc.com is how you do that. It's super simple. And now you can see how unintimidating it really is. The process is easy and obligates you to absolutely nothing. So I look forward to chatting with you next. Again, that address is chatwithmc.com. Get on the calendar and let's see what your plan can look like.
It's time. It's time to remove the embarrassment, the guilt, and the shame, and the comparisons that so many of us get wrapped up in when it comes to the way our financial plan looks. It's time to embrace your values. It's time to allow those those plans to align with those values. It's time to be proud of how you're spending your money. I look forward to working with you. Oh, and one last thing. As always, I need to make sure that I encourage you, if you loved this episode, please put that in the ratings. Just scroll down to the bottom and give it a star rating. And then in the review section, let me know what you loved about the interview or any feedback for that matter. I really enjoy reading through those and I actually take those into account when trying to figure out what content is going to work best for you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.